What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel. I am your host, Matt, along with me, my co-host, Daniel. What's going on, man? How you What's doing today? What's going on? What's going on? How's it going today, man? I'm living the dream, man. Living you know the dream. how it is. You know how it is. It's, it's, really, it's really been nice out. I don't know, man. My kids are behaving themselves. Yeah. They're Zoom classing at home still, and it's just life is good, bro. How, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Actually, the weather has been really nice lately. It's been, like, cold, but it hasn't been, like, too cold. Yeah. And the sun's been out, and so I'm loving it. I I'm, I know the rain's going to come soon, um, and that means when rain comes, snow comes, and so we're excited to go out to the snow. Yeah. Well, you have all of the fun <laughs> <laughs> out of the snow. Well, I we will just be recently went, but it wasn't snow. It was ice. It was ice. So we were, sled- <laughs> we were sledding on ice, man. I saw, yeah, no, I saw some, I saw some of the videos of that and yeah, there was, it was people slipping and sliding around everywhere and I'm glad that everybody is, you know, uh, home and safe (laughs) and, and well, cause it looked like some, some people took some L's that day. (laughs) Nobody went to the hospital. So it was a win for all of us. It's always a win if you can go to the (laughs) snow and nobody goes to the hospital (laughs) or go to the ice rather. Uh, today is a, today is a really, really cool, um, episode. Uh, of Chicken Scratch Gospel because we're going to be talking about uh, some of David's mighty men, mm-hmm. and really David, but the, one of the things that, that his mighty men did, and so the, uh, if you've never read about that, you can look in Second Samuel and kind of read the accounts of you know as David as he's on the run and he's got this army with him and he's got this this crew man of mighty men and and uh, one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite stories in the entire Bible is a dude by uh, who goes by Adino but also Joash Bethshabeth, which why not just call him Adino if the, he went by Adino is what let's just call him that one that one's way easier than Joash Bethshabeth. But, um, you know, and how he raised his spear against hundreds of men and he slew them all. It's such a cool story. But I want to go to Second Samuel chapter 23, verses 14 and 16. And we're, we're, we're also going to go to 16, 17 later. But right now, let's go to 14 through 16. It says that David was uh, staying in the stronghold at the time and a Philistine detachment had occupied the town of Bethlehem. So they're in a stronghold just outside of the town of Bethlehem. And uh, David just makes this passing remark uh, to, you know, he says, David remarked longingly to his man, oh, how I would love some of that good water from the well by the gate in Bethlehem. So after he said this, just remark, three, the three, it says, which were the three captains of David's crew, broke through the Philistine lines drew some water from the well by the gate in Bethlehem and brought it back to David. First of all, if your crew is simply known as the three, <laughs> then your squad is fierce. Like you're, that's a, that's you, you, you roll deep with, the, with those three. Is there something hardcore happening there? Because it's been said like that the pen is mightier than the sword. Unless one of these three is holding the sword and then it's not, it's not going to be okay. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the sword is mightier in that moment. Right. But this is the, what, like just a crazy story, the bravery, uh, the ferocity, what, what stands out to me the most though in this story is the loyalty, mm-hmm. the, the trust, the honor. Mm-hmm. These, these are the things that, that stand out the most. And, and we, we talk and we bring up at times um, Maxwell, um, on, on this podcast because he's just an amazing you know, leadership teacher and, and, and 
So um, I'm actually, I have a recommendation today that we'll do before the end of the podcast. That's actually Maxwell. But John Maxwell equates this idea of loyalty as the law of the inner circle. And that's in his book, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. That's law number 11, the law of the inner circle. And I really dig it because an inner circle isn't formed just because you want one. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I just, I really, I need a, I need a crew. I really want one. And so it just formed. No, it's formed over time by building loyalty and trust. You can't, and, and you know, I, I think that, um, I think that there are things that people demand from other people at times. Um, and I think that what you need to, uh, what we all need to understand is that loyalty and trust aren't gathered from a job description or a promotion or a title or anything that any other kind of on demand way. Right. Mm -hmm. But like real loyalty, real trust are earned through loyalty and trust invested. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was writing down right now that um, we do, I feel like we do have a jaded, you know, view of loyalty and it, some people do think, Oh, just because I'm under somebody, I have to be loyal. Like, like as if it's like an obligation. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think loyalty, I believe loyalty comes from true relationship with somebody. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure here in this story, David spent these spent time with these men. Right. They knew David's heart. They knew, he knew their hearts. Um, they spent a lot of time with each other where they did build that trust, but it, it was birthed out of this relationship that they developed with developed with one another yeah um and i think that's where loyalty comes it, it it comes out of this desire hey i know you and i know who i know what you're about you know i know what you stand for these guys knew that david stood for for you know um, all that god had, had promised and all that god has spoken and and called them to do and they saw his heart too and they said hey this is our guy man we're gonna we'll do anything for him yeah but it came out of this this relationship this bond you know and um, yeah, man. for us, you know, as, as leaders, the more time we spend with each other, the more we're developing this relationship. And that's what, that's where, where loyalty is birthed from, you know? Yeah. And these, these mighty men, they went the extra mile for David yeah. because for years, for years, for battles, for wars, like David had gone the extra mile for them. Yeah. David wasn't just sending dudes out. Now David's very famous, uh, for, you know, spending time later, later on, y we, we can read about David's, uh, uh, greatest, you know, sins, uh, as, as he, you know, s when the time when Kings were supposed to go off to war, he stayed behind and he wasn't where he was supposed to be. And because he wasn't where he was supposed to be, he made some choices he was not supposed to make. But during this time, he is right next to his men in battle. He's fighting wars. He's he's winning wars. God's giving him victory after victory after victory. And these dudes mm -hmm. see him shoulder to shoulder with them and going the extra mile for them. David was their model for for trust and for loyalty and for honor. He honored them and he loved them and he served them. Mm -hmm. And so they wanted to reciprocate that. They wanted to then do the same for him. And it, it, for me, it kind of goes back to the... the um, the truth that I'm sure a lot of people have heard, and that's this, that you can teach what you know, but you reproduce who you are. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much of the Bible that you know. It doesn't matter how much, uh, you know, um, stuff that you read that you can you can remember and you can adhere to and you can then go and share and teach. It doesn't really, none of that stuff matters if who you are 
is not being changed by what it is that you know. You know what I mean? If you just, you, anybody can just know stuff. You know, my kids are, you know, my kids got spelling words they got to know. Is it changing the way that they speak? You know what I mean? More often than not, it's not. But I mean, that's a very poor example of what it's like to know something and not necessarily allow it to change you. You know, people know of God, but they don't allow God to change their heart. And so this idea of teaching what you know, but you reproduce who you are. And clearly David had reproduced in these men. God had drawn these men to him because it's who he was. I love that, man. I, I love it. And you got you got to walk it out, man. Yeah. That's, that's what it comes down to. Like, you can't just talk the talk. You got to walk walk the walk. You got to walk it with people. Um, and uh, I think of my own, even my own kids, like, you know, when you when you give hints to your kids of what you want, I don't know if, you, if you've ever done that. I have. <laughs> and sometimes they'll get up, sometimes they won't. And so <laughs> Correct. And then that's where I'm like, nah, you better go do it. Okay. Right. Um, but I, I think of my own kids when, when, they they ultimately do you know they'll they'll get up and you know I'm giving them hints and stuff, but um because it's family that's what family is and I think even in marriage like I'll, I'll give hints to my wife and she'll be like do you want that I'll get for you right now you know, but it's just something that happens when you're that closely connected to each other you know and 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 it is, uh, it draws from relationship you know it draws from that that bond that you have with one another. Yeah, man, it's so it's so crazy and and it, the, the craziest thing though that happens to me in this story is like. So you have, David makes this just a passing remark. Again, it wasn't a command. He wasn't given a command for these guys to go do this. He just, he makes this passing remark. And so they go do it for him. They break, they risk their lives uh, to get this dude a cup of water. And then they come back and they bring it to him and they give it to him. And then you look at 2 Samuel chapter 23 and we go, we continue in verse 16 and then 17. And it says, but David refused to drink it. Mm -hmm. Instead, he poured it out as an offering to the Lord. And he says, the Lord forbid that I should drink this, he exclaimed. This water is as precious as the blood of these men who risked their lives to bring it to me. And so David did not drink it. He poured it out as a drink offering to him. Now, pause. I would be <laughs> so upset. <laughs> Do you know what we just went through to get you that cup of water? I thought you said nothing would be better than getting this cup of water. We done brought you the cup of water. We almost died, and you just dumped it out for everybody. But I think the only reason why I'd be this upset, and I'm looking at it from that way, is because I'm not from that era. I, I'm, not, I'm not from that culture. And the truth is, David honors his men by offering this water that they drew to God yeah. as a drink offering to God. And like, that's the kind of leader yeah, that yeah. you want to follow right there. Yeah. Like that's the dude right there that you want to follow. Like no wonder David had such yeah. a strong connection and a strong bond with, with, uh, with his, with his men. In fact, you know, when David was being hunted by Saul, even his, some of his men were like, look, man, we just go take care of him. <laughs> like yeah. you don't even have to do anything, man. We'll go take care. And David's like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. But like the, 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 the trust and the, and the loyalty that he had with these men in the midst of all of that, though, we, we, we look at this, we look at this King who honors his men by prioritizing God. Mm -hmm. And that's what he did. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, David exemplified this truth for his men. David's loyalty, his trust, his honor, they all belonged to God first. I love this scripture, man, because it's kind of a, a foreshadowing of Christ. If, if yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because David was a man after God's heart. Um, he loved people, man. He led with such courage and, and truth. And he was amazing. And for him to do this right here showed how much he loved his, his men. Yeah. And I think of, and the men actually did something, you know, for him. They wanted to go out of their way. They risked their lives for him. And, and you think about Jesus and the disciples, you know. And you even think about the disciples that didn't go out of their way for Jesus. Right. But what does Jesus do, man? He, he blesses them, you know. He sacrifices himself for them. Um, and you think, and Jesus was kind of like the model of just this, this true, authentic, lo- what loyalty even is, you yeah. know. And he takes it a step further and does that for them. Um, and so I, s- I see that in this verse right here. Yeah, and I mean, and Jesus even said the words, greater love has no yeah. man than that he would lay down his life for his friends. And um, and David modeled what it meant to be loyal mm-hmm. to God, uh, to trust God, to honor God. And and I think that it's so important that that we, uh, yes, as leaders, but we as, as Christians, as believers, we need to build meaningful relationships uh, fostered by trust and honor and loyalty, yes. But these things only come when we prioritize God first in all these other areas, you know, we've got to put God's king, seek my kingdom first. I'll add all these other things to you. And I think people, uh, people want trust from people. They want to be trusted. People want people's loyalty. People want to feel, um, not necessarily revered, but honored. Sure. They want to feel, they want to feel these things from people. But the issue is, is that those things don't just happen. You don't go put a quarter in a machine at, 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 as you're leaving the grocery store and, and turn and expect to get something. That, yeah. That's not the way that loyalty and trust and honor work. That's not how this goes. And the fact of the matter is, um, it, it doesn't even come from, it doesn't come from doing everything right, like making all the right choices. It, it doesn't come from those things. I, I've said this multiple times that a lot of people that, you know, that serve alongside me to this day, have told me as much like Matt, we're not with you uh, because uh, you always make the right choice. We're, we're, we're even with you because when we've seen you make a mistake, you've, you've turned around and you've confessed, you made that mistake and you apologized to us and we move forward. That's not, um, and that's, that's not a humble brag. That's proof that any leader can make a mistake yeah. and still be a leader. You know what I mean? And so if any leaders are out there listening and, and you're so terrified of people finding out that you've made a mistake or make mistakes, please l- live your mistakes out loud. You don't, don't wake up in the morning looking to make mistakes, but when they happen, teach about them. Use, <laughs> use them as a moment to teach about. Uh, be, be transparent on the pulpit and preach about the mistake and say, this is what I did. This is what I've experienced. This is what I've been through. Because you will be surprised at the idea that people actually want to have a relationship with a human being and not somebody that they feel have to, you know, they have to put on a pedestal. They want somebody that will stand shoulder to shoulder with them in this battle called life. And that, when you fight battles alongside people like that, that's, that's when you build the trust, you know, that, that David had with his men and, 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 you know, anybody that knows me knows that first and foremost, they, they, first of all, they know how much I love my wife. They know how much I love my kids. 
They know how much I love relationships. I'm a very relational dude. I love relationships. I, I want to hang out. Our house is the unlocked front door. Come hang out with us. Sit in the living room and let's talk. You know, my fridge is your fridge. My pantry is your. We're that. We're those people. But everybody that I am also in relationship with in any way, shape, or form, including my kids, my wife, and my friends, they know that my heart, my loyalty, my trust, my honor, mm-hmm. all that belongs to God first. Right. It has to belong to God first. Yeah. You know, otherwise, you're not gonna you're not gonna be giving the best version of yourself mm-hmm. to others. You can't. Yeah, I love. I love this, man. I think we can unpack this a little because yeah. he talked about <clears throat> we talked about how they re, uh, David they went out and they got this drink for David, this water for David. They brought it back. He didn't drink it. Instead, he offered it to God. Um, like you said, you would have got upset. You know, you don't. I've been <laughs> upset. <laughs> you don't know the culture. You don't know the. I tell people all the time. I don't know that I'm that <laughs> saved. Don't slap me across my face and expect me to turn the other cheek. I don't know how. I don't know if I'm there yet. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I love this because it shows us though. It shows us that loyalty should not be hinged on what you do. You know what I mean? Like David showed, like the loyalty wasn't hinged on what I could get from you or what you can do for me. Okay, then that's true loyalty. Right. That wasn't what it was about the loyalty was you know our friendship loyalty was hinged on our relationship with one another you know and what we what we're what we're doing together you know um for the kingdom and here in this in this scripture obviously um when david gave that offering yeah that was what was most important to him and i'm sure to these these men too when when he did that that blessed them as well and so for us, you know, our loyalty, I mean, and I love that. I love this is what we get to do because, um, I don't, I don't see my loyalty hinged on, okay, this is what I'm doing. I have to, I have to be loyal to this thing that I do. Right. Um, I'm loyal to people because I love them, you know, and I'm, and as, as life progresses and we move forward in, in the different seasons of our lives, my friendships are what I value, you know? Right. And I want to be able to come back and say, Hey man, like, Let's talk. Let's have coffee. Let's because we're friends. We're loyal to each other. Yeah. Relationally. Um, and, it, and it wasn't just, oh, you did that for me. You were here and now you're not. And and you did something else. And you're no man. Like we're, we're still friends. <laughs> you know, we're, we're still loyal to each other because we love each other. Right. And that's what brings us together. Yeah. And I think that I think that what's interesting, too, is that um, these men had an idea of what David would do mm-hmm. with what they brought. And David did something different mm-hmm. and the men stuck around, yeah. right? The men were still with him. The men still fought beside him and all of those things. These, these great captains. And I love what you were, what you were saying that it's not what, you know, loyalty isn't necessarily what I can get from you or it's not built because of what I'm, I'm taking, what I can get from you or whatever. But really it is, um, is this idea that even if I disagree mm-hmm. with you, um, that does not mean that my love changes. Right. Uh, and I think that we can disagree and still honor. Right. We can disagree and we can still have trust for one another. We can disagree and we can still be loyal to one another as because the relationship is there. Yeah. And, and uh, David is just proving in this moment that in the kingdom of God, people are not commodities. Mm-hmm. 
the kingdom of God does not do, does not operate under the law of supply and demand because God's supply is infinite and the demand is minimal. Mm-hmm. At best, when you consider all of the people that don't know who God is yet, the demand is minimal, right. but the supply is infinite. And, and so God is not looking at people and going, look at all these commodities. People are not commodities. People are people. Yeah. And yeah. so it's not about what the, what the person can do for you. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's how you can serve and how you can love the person. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what was so backwards and different about Jesus because Jesus was not out for what you could do. What can you give me? What can you make happen for me? Mm-hmm. Jesus was out finding people that were the forgotten ones that weren't thought about. And he was like, man, I want to just, let's, let's do life. Let's do life together. Mm-hmm. Did their lives change? Yes. Did he make asks of them? Yes. Did he, were his people loyal? Well, Judas made a poor decision. We know that. He'll forever be known mm-hmm. as that. People that are not in the church. They, they'll, they'll quote two famous traitors, right? Benedict Arnold mm-hmm. and Judas. Those are the two Famous traitors. If you do something that that's traitorish to me, I'm going to call you a Benedict Arnold or I'm going to call you Judas. But every single other disciple of Jesus that was there, that was walking with him, that was living that life with him, every single one was martyred. Mm-hmm. Every single one died for him. Except John. Now John, we know, was exiled to the island of Patmos. Uh, he, he, he later became, instead of John the Beloved, he became John the Revelator, wrote the book of Revelation. God gave him all this crazy insight and visions and stuff, which was so cool. But, but everybody, you know, don't forget that John had his troubles too. Yeah. That fool was tortured. He was beat. He like, he went through it too. And that, that kind of loyalty, that kind of trust, that kind of honor that these men had for Jesus was because Jesus was not about what he could take from them. It was about what he could give to them. And that's the God that we serve yeah. for God. So loved the world that he gave you know, the creator of the universe gave, he didn't take, he gave. And so Jesus preached about this backwards thing that humanity could not understand. What do you mean? It's not about what I can get from a person because, you know, in this culture, what I'm doing, I'm bartering, I'm trading, I'm trying to get the most that I can get with what I got and, 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 and trying to take, take the most that I can from people without giving, you know, giving up the lease and stuff. And that's very confusing because mm-hmm. Jesus said, no, 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 yeah. give give and and the, the apostles the disciples they, that's why they all teach later on given it shall be given to you pressed down shaken together running over shall men give unto your bosom why because you gave not because you took because you gave yeah you know and and so we need to remember that man it's what are you giving what are you giving to people what are you offering to people because we can't expect everyone's best if we're not willing to first invest our best right. in them right so what are, what are you giving to people man if you're out there and you're listening what do you what it I want to know what people are doing for you. I, I want to know what are you doing for people? How are you loving people like Jesus did? How are you, how are you trusting? How are you being loyal? How are you honoring those? And again, I'm not talking about uh, uh, something that can be uh, manufactured or created of, of your own volition. I'm talking about the choices that you make are, are going to reproduce who ends up being drawn into your life. And if you're looking around and it's empty, think about it. Mm -hmm. Think about it. If you're looking at your circle and you feel like you can't trust them, think about it. Think about it because you reproduce who you are. Yeah. I think think also too, man, as as we read this story and even the story of Jesus, 
um, they were always pointing people to the father. Yes. It was always about the father's business. Um, that was the mission. That was the goal. That was, that was what they were doing. And I, I think that's important for us to know, man, when we're in relationship with people, like, what are you, what are you pointing people to? You know, what are we doing this for? You know, yeah. I think those are important things to ask. Um, because <coughs> we have that vision, we have that calling, we're, we're running in this race together. Um, and we're looking at the father, our eyes are fixed on Jesus. Mm. You know, he's our, he's the center of, of why we do what we do. And that's what brings us together. That's the goal. That's the mission. And I think if we stay mission minded, um, you know, and, and we're loyal to the mission of God and we're loyal to each other and we love each other well, um, we're going to be okay. You know, we're going to have, yeah, disagreements. We're going to have, but we know why we're here. You know, we know what we're doing this. And I think that's even like after Christ, you know, resurrected the disciples, they got it. They're like, okay, we're not going to have small, these small little arguments anymore. Like we're mission minded. We know what we're doing. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. And um, that fire lit under them and and they went out and they preached the gospel and they grew the church and and that was their their mission and that's what they did man i love it man i love it and you know again real real trust real loyalty real honor they're they're earned through loyalty trust and honor invested and so indiana jones was about fortune and glory jesus is about kingdom and gospel and we need to be about kingdom and gospel not fortune and glory uh do you have any recommendations for us today i do man i there's a podcast um okay. i can do this I, I, i'm gonna recommend our podcast of course <laughs> but um there's another there's another podcast that i i love man i listen to a lot i know um they were talking about some leadership and yeah. so carrie newhoff Oh, yes. Kerry, my boy, Kerry. If you guys don't know who Kerry is, um, he's a leadership guru, and he actually sits down with a lot of leaders, man. Patrick Lencioni. Um, I've listened to a lot of of great content from Kerry that is really, and they're not super, super long, but it's just good stuff, good content that that, uh, will help you in growth and leadership growth. And so Kerry Newhoff podcast, you can find him on on Spotify, Apple podcast and um, wherever you listen to podcasts, you probably could find him. Um, yeah. Great, great podcast though to grow in leadership. So absolutely, man. And that dude is a, that dude is a, a, f- a future thinking guy. He, mm-hmm. you know, he's a guy that was, that was living in the digital age before really anybody else yeah. was, uh, yeah. especially as it pertains to the church. Yeah. I mean, he really was, he got ahead of the game there. And, and it, to my understanding, I think really pastors a church that is online mm-hmm. exclusively, yeah. uh, which is very interesting, but, very very cool. Uh, my uh, my recommendation also is a leadership recommendation. Let's go. Uh, I want to recommend the Maxwell Leadership Bible. Mm-hmm. So John Maxwell, we know uh, we talked. I think we did the recommendation. Uh, you had the yeah. uh, recommendation last week of John Maxwell's. He's got so much good stuff. Honestly, one day I'm just gonna have to just go out and I'm gonna have a bunch of it. But I'm just gonna have to buy like you know the John C. Maxwell leadership bundle or something yeah. that comes with all of his writings. He's got so many of them, but this is a leadership Bible. And it's so cool because it draws from the different things that he has written and, uh, and he puts his commentary in the midst of the page. And so as you're reading scriptures, you can kind of unpack also the leadership principles found in each of these 
stories that are in the Bible, which is really, really cool. So make sure that you go and get one of those, hey, man. Ma- hey, Maxwell be getting fit, though, man. He's, yeah. You follow him? He's yeah, like, he's out there taking walks, man, yeah, in the snow and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's getting fit. He's like, hey, guys, I just hope you're doing well. I can't do that because I don't <laughs> want to pass out on screen. But <laughs> but we need to. We need to be doing that. We need to yeah. be getting better. But, man, <laughs> make sure you go it, check man. out the Carrie Newhoff podcast. Also, the Maxwell Leadership Bible. Uh, for anything else, I want you to also make sure that you follow us on social media. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications. And go out and try to love somebody like Jesus today. All right, we're out.